and welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual player game design podcast. I am your host, Jessica Crimes. She, her, her. <laughs> <laughs> I choked. My pronouns are she, her. <laughs> Rollercoaster pronouns, yes. Uh, I am Jessica Crimes, she, her, and I am joined today from our usual cast by... Hi, I'm Kat, they, them. And we are joined today by... If you're listening to this show, it's more likely that you've heard of our guests than you've heard of me or Kat, let's be real. We are joined by Grant Howitt. Hello, I'm Grant Howitt, pronouns he, him. Grant... This is going to feel like a bit like a futile exercise, but could you maybe give us a bit of an overview of your familiarity with RPGs? Um, oh, I've played one or two back in the day. <laughs> I've, I've been playing role-playing role play games for about 15 years now, and I started designing them, I think, slightly before I was playing them. Uh, there's, 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 there's an awful lot of drafts from secondary school, which I'm glad have been lost to history. Uh, but I am now a professional game designer, which is wonderful. Uh, I write short games like Honey Heist and Crash Pandas and some which aren't about criminal animals. And I write long games like Heart and Spire, which are mainly about dying in audacious ways. So today we are faced with our usual daunting, irresponsible challenge of making an entire one-page, one-shot style game in an hour. Um, I don't think we could have brought on someone much better for this, because Grant, you're kind of... I saw... A sort of budget John Harper. <laughs> I I don't know if I'd leave the word budget in there. You make some great <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're right. A sort of John Harper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we should dive straight on into it. For anyone who hasn't heard one of these episodes, I have selected a couple of audience-submitted game titles. I will present these to Cat and Grant, and then we're just going to try and build on one of these titles to make as much of a game as possible within an hour. Have you started the clock? Excellent. I am pulling up the timer. Alright, I've picked out four titles today because we had a lot of really good ones, a lot of which were animals doing crimes. I've tried to trim some of those <laughs> out, give you a bit I, of... I, 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 people want, want what they want, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to dance for the people. <laughs> the timer has begun. Our first title suggestion is Ultimate Gardening Championships. Our second, Definitely Not a Werewolf, a game about werewolves. Our third is 225 Pleasant Avenue, a totally normal realtor simulator. And our fourth option is Backstage Zealots. Cat and Grant, do either of any of those titles jump out at either of you? All of them. I would, I would like to see the floor to you first, Cat. Is there anything which is, uh, which is grabbing you? Uh, as uh, unfortunately a plant person, I am of course drawn to Ultimate Gardening Championships. Mm. There's a lot of fun in Ultimate Guardian. Champ- Ultimate Guardian, Ultimate Gardening <laughs> Championships. I like. I think like plant sabotage is something which I'm quite excited about. Oh, yes. And like a sort of infiltrating the other teams and like effectively any role playing game where you have to make something. Um, elaborate like any 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 game where you can put on a party is good and this is kind of like you're doing a performance and you'll be counteracting each other so i think we could i think we could have some fun with that i am also drawn to ultimate gardening championships just because i know so little about gardening it's a oh, space yeah. i'd quite like to play in <laughs> yeah absolutely we're gonna have to we're gonna have to really sort of plaster over the cracks here 
I would like to put in a, a brief mention for Backstage Zealots. Because I, I, I saw this last night and I came up with my own subtitle, which is, The Show Must Go On. <laughs> that is very okay. good. And you play a you, you play the crew, not the cast, of a failing West End production. And so you and and so like maybe like the like the producers trying to sink it, or there's a reviewer in the audience who's who's, who's who's causing problems, and you have to make sure that despite the fact that three of the cast have died, you are going to make it work. I would absolutely energy. play that also. It's fun, however, it's much less silly, and it's already a play called um, Noises Off. I was thinking Ultimate Guardian. Ultimate Gardening Championships gives us a lot of interesting ways to do things that don't involve dice or the resolution mechanics. Absolutely. Very true. I mean, I said absolutely. Go on. Oh, I don't have any yet. (laughs) I am immediately drawn to that we just make a party game where, first of all, you have to go to Tesco and buy a plant. And then mm. everybody tries to kill everybody else's plant. That is not a playable game, but we <laughs> do it. Oh, I like that. It's like capture the flag, but with a, with, with some petunias in someone's you house. You're larping the ultimate gardening championships yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, broadly, it's just a very, it's just, it's just a really thin year for contestants this year in plants. Right, I'm going to write down ultimate garden. I'm going to write down <laughs> ultimate gardening championships because I can't say that word. Could we also put in an, an, a championship for Ultimate Guardians just to cover our cover our bases when, when we mispronounce it? I think that if you care so passionately about your gardening mm. skills that you're entering the championships, you're going to be protecting them anyway. The guardian yeah. role comes into it. Yeah. Okay. All right. In my head, mm-hmm. I am si- imagining sitting down to play this game, and I am visualizing holding a handful of leaves. Is there any way that we can involve plant matter as a resolution mechanic in a game? Absolutely. I wouldn't normally start with a resolution mechanic, but I feel like at this point, this is going to be flavour is everything. Mm. Mm. Okay. You shouldn't eat it. Shouldn't you? No. Well, okay, hey, there's some parts of the garden you can edible. eat. But most of the garden you shouldn't eat. I'm no expert. How I about... like I like the handful of leaves. Mm. It limits us to playing it in, in autumn. Or I guess anywhere near a tree. You could go and steal some leaves off a tree. Well, we can start developing a different aspect of the game and see how we feel about interacting with it later on. Because my first question is, Ultimate Gardening Championships, is there going to be one winner from the player base? I'm inclined that... to see now. No. Oh, I no. would like to see a Gardening King be crowned. What what I'm envisaging is it would be a it would be a co-op role-playing game. So you would be playing the scrappy underdog team, who would be who would be trying to win the the ultimate gardening championships. So they're so I don't, to, to keep to keep their local youth garden centre open. Yeah, and and it would be more of a narrative thing. But it'd be like, oh, how, how are we going to defeat this team? How are we going to make something that's cool enough for this team? And you could have like judges, which you have to impress with certain kind of plants, <laughs> certain kind of performances. Uh, and the great thing about that is we don't have to balance it. That's true. That's However, Cat, I am interested in hearing about your backstabbing mechanics. So please talk more <laughs> on that. Well, when you said something about sabotaging, I immediately just envisioned James Bond, but with plants mm. um, instead mm. of you know sexy ladies and gems. Um, as we know, plants are much more interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> than attractive women. <laughs> High espionage. Yes. Really over the top. That's kind of fun. What if we combine the two? I like the idea of having the players be on a team, but what if you're trying to win as a team and individually? Secret objectives. Yes, exactly. Ah, okay. All right, because that would make people behave in really weird ways. Exactly. Which would be an interesting thing to work with. So, who is entering the Ultimate Guardian? (laughs) (laughs) The UGC. Who's entering the UGC with their own agenda? What kind of people are getting involved in this? Are they farmers with grudges? Are they just... I think that's one class. Farmer with a grudge. And like, and like, at, at that point, you're you're very good at burying bodies, evidence, and also growing really big onions. Ooh, maybe <gasps> now. Sorry. Maybe if we want to keep things simple, bearing in mind that we have fifty-four minutes and thirty seconds to finish making this game. <laughs> what if you have one central trophy vegetable, the prize-winning marrow, and that is your entry so we can keep it condensed, so you submit one plant that everyone contributes to. Yes. Maybe there's a way to get traits. splicing the plants? Is it a feed-me-see-more situation? (laughs) Ultimate Gardening Championships, as this is the last one that you will attend, because you'll be fed to a giant plant. It is ultimate in every definition. (laughs) Okay. I think, what if I, in then? I think we could have a specialty. So, like, so like, if if we want to try and get this done in fifty-four minutes or less, we need to work out a fairly straightforward resolution mechanic. We then need to work out a way which players can mess with and betray one another for their own their own personal means. I figure we probably need some sort of limited resource as well. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking full no, no. shop now. Um, no. Have you ever met someone who has an allotment and it is their defining characteristic and they draw their innate strength as a human from that allotment? Yeah, I've met one or two of them. My yes. grandparents. <laughs> what if we give each character if we give each character their own character sheet, which is essentially the vegetable in the garden that they are responsible for somehow? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then your classes and abilities are related Nope, that's bollocks. No, 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 no hang on. No. I, think, I, think, I think you've got something there, but I think we can broaden it. So What I'm imagining than... is a drawing of a pumpkin, Great. and I am putting something on that pumpkin to give me an extra power. Great. Can I take your idea and expand it? I'm interested in it, because vegetables means that everyone ca- might play the same character. But if we've got vegetables, orchids, we've got hedgerows, we've got topiary, like different specialties in gardening... That can give you a lot more actions, I think. Plus yes. you get to draw topiaries. I really like the idea of drawing the thing. So each individual player picks a very specialised class that's also very unique from one another. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to need a way that you can get a handful, maybe one, one to three characteristics from any plant that you plug into this. So... I think the way I'd like to approach this is to start off with one example and work backwards. Great. So let's say that I am playing the pumpkin person. The pumpkin. I've, 
The Pump King. There we go. That sounds like um, a different thing. No, I said that no, alone. <laughs> what does the Pump King do? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're oh, sticking with it. Oh, the Pump King fucks. <laughs> I was imagining they're very tough because it's a god, but okay. Pump yeah, King you, equals you gotta fucks. Be. <laughs> <laughs> pump King. Is, okay, yeah. No, uh, pump King would be very tough. Um, because of the gourd, I like that. He would also be perhaps spooky, like a Halloween. Oh, of course, the spooky times. Mm-hmm. We do like the spooky times. All right, let's... Maybe we should take a step back. Maybe we're diving too fast into the how do you actually play the game. Because right now, I still am not really clear on what it looks like. I'd like to explore... We were talking about drawing your plant and using that integrating that with the resolution mechanic does anyone have any thoughts on that because immediately oh please do it's a it'll be be a if you're doing it in person you'd have a big sheet of a3 paper otherwise you're gonna have a shared whiteboard and what you're doing is you're drawing your part of the garden together to make a group drawing of the garden Mm -hmm. and this and like what you'll be doing is you can go and like you can go and get things from different parts of the of, of the garden. You can go and like like steal plants from other from from other gardens and things. Um, but like you can only add those once you've stolen them in character. You can and like uh, you've got the capacity to. Like, I'm going to I'm going to make this topiary into a very uh, flattering sculpture of the of, of the head of the head judge. So you roll your topiary dice and you fail, and now it just looks like a big willy. But. <laughs> What, but whatever happens, you have to draw it. So there's the idea that, like, draw draw the... Tell me, what's the worst thing you could draw in this situation? What's the best thing you could draw? And then you roll a dice to see what happens. There was, oh, it's like fucked Pictionary. Basically. There was a, it was a brilliant mechanic in Ghost Rails, which is John Harper's um, sort of uh, Blades in the Dark forerunner, which has, uh, before... Uh, when, you, when, when you evade danger, before yeah. you roll the dice, you tell the GM what you don't want to happen. And on the absolute Ooh. failure, that happens. <laughs> that's nice. That's player integra- um, player control of mm-hmm. the lose state as well as the win state. That's great. Yeah. Uh, we've got the capacity for like the player to your left or the player to your right to draw it as well. And like that might be fun with the whole sort of betrayal thing. Ooh, okay. Uh, but I'm figuring like it's going to be, it's not going to be hugely competitive. It's not going to be hugely rulesy. Well, it's not going to be because we've got, what, 30 minutes now to make it? Oh, we've got we've got plenty of time. Fifty. Okay. Oh, oh, I'll I'll relax for twenty. But we've yeah. got. Um, <laughs> I think what you're doing it for is at the end you've all drawn a really silly picture which was funny, and you can look at it and post it online if you want, or just sort of go back to it in your saved JPEGs files when you're an old grey man. My question there then: Are we going to make it so that you can win? in character because to me this sounds like a game where you have a good time and at the end you've drawn a dick and you say you know what i guess we lost or are we going to have a way to mechanically judge it or are we going to have a game leader making calls i i think i don't i don't want to put a game a game master or a game leader in this okay yeah well we don't need to no if we if we're rolling dice then we have the capacity to have, um, rather than it goes well, it goes badly, you could have, it places the judges, get two judge points. 
and then what you're doing there is working as a team to 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 to, to, to create something that which would please the judge, or you're creating something which has really upset the judge, and then the judge comes around and says, "What have you done? I look very unflattering. You made my chin all big," and then you have to explain why it happened. Cat. Yes. Cat. What yes. happens if you lose the ultimate gardening championships? You're afraid to see more of the plant. Um, I'm just very attached to see more. You are banished from gardening forever in shame, uh, and you have to give up your allotment because the wait time on those is crazy. Oh, you're banished from the allotment. You're banished from Sent the allotment. Sent into exile. The year is 2036. <laughs> The Ultimate Guardian Championships take place on the allotment, which is one of the last place- pieces of arable land in Hampshire. <gasps> if, you're, dramatic gasping. if you're exiled, you're pushed out into the wastelands for Mel Gibson and other Mad Maxes to go and eat you. <laughs> the stakes are life and death, plus you get some really fucked radioactive vegetables, and, <gasps> and like everything's improvised and a bit rubbish, so if you manage to grow a little potato, great. I love this so much. Um, I, in particular, would love to have some kind of fucked up radiation interfering mechanic. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because like, like, at that point, you could draw your big piranha plant that eats people, and that would be completely in fiction. That's fine because it was a mutant. I think it sounds like we're going to want events. It sounds mm-hmm. like we're going to want the possibility of randomness. Maybe. We should work cards into this instead of dice mm-hmm. and just categorize it, you know, suits and then split mm. the numbers into four different sections. Maybe, maybe, ah, maybe I am the pump king and I have my drawing <laughs> of a. Yeah, Grant, you said it, you have to live with it. Got a drawing of your used pumpkin here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe I turn over the deck of cards and oh no, it says that. There's been a raid. I've accidentally bought some radioactive soil. I have to deal with that. And if I can deal with that, then I want to put cards on drawings and have that as the progression marker. That's where my brain is currently stuck and I can't get out of that. What we're veering towards is a sped up quiet year. Ah, piss. Yeah. No, that's fine. Nothing nothing wrong with quiet year. It's the loud year. The loudest year. It's the, the bump king is here to party. It's the loud. It's the loud afternoon. Which, which, which would be a great subtitle for the game. But like, we can we can have events in that way, or we could have like one thing which I quite like with the cards. Uh, like each each judge has uh, has a has a trump suit which they like, and mm. if uh, if you match if you match their if you match their suit, it's a critical success. If you match the color of their suit, it's a partial success, and otherwise it's a failure. So you've got 50-50 with veering towards failure. We can mess around with that, but that gives us a really quick thing. And then we have like one to, uh, one to sorry, ace the king. We have in we could we could have that for effect. We could have that for judging points. We could have that for uh, that. That's 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 sort of that's that's how how severe whatever's happening is. Okay. How about, so are we yeah. are we playing blackjack with the judges? A little bit. A little bit. Because I like that. Okay, how about we do suits are the category of no suits were judges. Uh, mm. No, that would that would still work. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if the suits were the categories and the numbers were essentially prompt words that you can then build an event out of between the category and the prompt then that way we've got 52 events that you can assemble yourself i don't think we're going to be able to write 52 events in the time we we don't have to oh no we just come up with what each of the one word for each of the numbers as a prompt and right. one category for the suits and the players do the rest. Infinite right. replayability. Yeah, well, finite replayability, but sure. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. If you get the same prompt, you can come up with a new one. That's true. Okay. All right. So the uh, the grower of the pumpkin, single end there, uh, turns over the card. It is the Ace of Diamonds, which means it's radioactive soil. Is that something that you have to then deal with in-game, I imagine? Absolutely. Okay. You resolve that. You have your Ace of Diamonds, and then you keep that. If it happens to be that you are being judged by someone who likes diamonds, then that's a bonus at the end. But if not, it's still a mark in your favour. That's kind of fun. Okay. What if you don't manage to succeed? Uh, you, you, you still. What I'm figuring is, you draw the you, you draw the card, and that and, and that gives you the challenge. So, like, let's say um, diamonds is radiation and aces is soil. Okay. Um, you draw the card, and on the map you draw that thing, or the player to your left draws that thing, and then how you overcome that, what you do with that, whether you can spin that round. Uh, is based on like you can, you can draw cards to resolve that action, and so like you like m- like maybe you're trying to match the suit of the thing to try like uh, for your specialty. If you're doing something you're good at, you could draw two, pick whichever one you want. So we we could use them both as a list of events and a resolution mechanic. That way, if we make a if I'm just going to pitch a slight twist here, Please. if we made it so everyone was working on the same sentient Aubrey 2 style plant then that way we have someone could play that plant and act as essentially the game leader and keep things ticking along as essentially a mediator and also we could have a winner decided by the plant essentially the the plants are the judges so you're trying to get your plant to win the competition but the plant will also pick a favourite from you oh I see okay that's nice you try to suck up to it that's and that way, if you're the one that completes the most events successfully, for example, Ooh. then maybe you're the one that your plant spares. <laughs> Everyone else gets fed to the plant. That's the other thing. <laughs> there can only be one. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I, I, we, I, it sounds like we've got the bones of this hashed out. Yeah, I think it will be best if we fast forwarded to the end of the game now to see what the vibes there are so we can reconstruct the rest let's say that we get to the end and your plant wins the competition it's great question sorry to interrupt no please interrupt that train of thought careened off a cliff can the plants fight that sounds like something i would want to put in if i had another hour (laughs) i I, I think i think it's like we could definitely make it happen in terms of like clubs is predatory. Oh, okay. predatory soil, predatory fruit, like hilarious. And 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 then at that point, when you're resolving it, we use the same mechanics, but it's you pitching it against enemy yes. scenes. So like we don't we don't need to represent it mechanically in terms of like their plants' hit points going down. It's how well you've used this. It's how well you've used this unique difficulty to your advantage. 
Okay. What are the four... I think the four suits should represent four categories of threat to you winning the competition. Not necessarily just to your plant. So one of them could involve... Oh, your plant's being a problem. It's trying to eat one of the judge's dogs. We could have a category <laughs> which is plant is being a dick. I think I think like predatory violence ambulatory would suit us mm. quite well there. Okay, and it, that way they could be applied to the plant or to people interfering with the plant because at the end result is the same. How, you have a problem. How about violence? I do like violence. Mm. And then at that point, violent soil could be someone has come and is like kicking your soil to make it. Nice and how soil works. Someone's coming and, and on like, your plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or it's the soil is hungry and is consuming people who go past. Mm. So you combine those. So, so like, if fact, what I mean, if we really want to save time, we have the same set of words for Ace the King, and we just change the flavor word on top. I'm not familiar. Oh, I see from Ace Two King. Sorry, I thought you were referencing a game called Ace the King. Oh no, I was going to have to. No, no, no. No. (laughs) Okay. Okay. No, that works. So we come up with numbers. We come up with words Ace through King, and then the categories we have: violence. I liked ambulation, or ambulatory. Like like, uh, mutation, radiation, change in some sort of weird way. Yeah, I'd like to make it a little broader than radiation. Mm. Environmental. You can have storms, things, uh, cars being driven by Mad Max out of the desert. Yeah. We could have, oh, we could have, um, we could have what, like, diamonds could be, um, exterior. So, like, some, something is punched through from the outside into the Ultimate Gardening Championship. Yeah, which gives something you room that. to have Mad Max. That way, yeah. That can represent anything that shouldn't be at the Ultimate Gardening Championships. Mm. Violence, ambulatory, exterior. Um, Yeah, we need one that covers... I'd like it to cover the natural radiation, for example, but just general weirdness. (laughs) Does does ambulatory soil not cover that? Well, it depends why it's ambulatory. Maybe someone's just picked it up and legged it. (laughs) I don't think that's ambulatory at that point. (laughs) We could have theft. We could have um, sabotage or subterfuge. So, like one one suit is your enemy gardeners attacking you in some way, or sorry, um, messing with what you've got. I'm just going to put nemeses for now. Strong. You always want more than one. Exactly. What happens if one of them goes missing? Exactly. Mm. So we've got cool nemesis, nemeses. Violence. Violence. Outside and yeah. ambulatory. Ambulatory. Could we swap ambulatory? Which is a weird one. Can we go, maybe like hungry? Don't like that. Writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> hungry soil. Oh god, I hate nature sometimes. Well this isn't that. This is this is very far from God and nature. That's how we like our games. Um, is this going to then be turn-based? I will... What are the vibes we're getting? Is this something where you take your turn and wait for, you know, some wait to resolve your event and then it's someone else's turn? Or is everyone working to resolve the event at the same time, but there's a way that you can do it best? Personally... I... Sorry, Kat, go on. Um, 
<clears throat> as a person with potential ADHD, I do not like waiting for turns. Um, so I'm extremely in favour of everything happening at once and everyone doing everything. That could lead to some paranoia-style shenanigans, essentially, apart from friend computer as a giant plant. Especially during the drawing phase. I think, like, when when the thing happens and then you mm. draw it, that could all be done simultaneously. And, like, yeah. like, like, you draw the card, it's secret, and then everyone's like, oh, oh, what's going on here? And then you have this sort of, this, this ridiculous scene being painted out in front of you. Um, yeah, and I then like that. And then from there, you've got, like, these things have happened... And possibly what you've got is after that, right, who's going to act on these situations? Can anyone help me? Can we ignore this for later? What, yeah, what these are doing is this, this is giving you, these are giving you the scene frame. So you're in this imagining like it's a domed space, like hexagonal glass plates. And you're there um, trying to, trying to A, not be exiled to the ash wastes and B, not be fed to a giant Seymour. And so mm. you're doing your absolute best to grow things, but this is, this, this is fucking crazy. Everything's going nuts. So we all draw a card, we get these prompts, and we think, right, what is this? So then we draw that, and we introduce that. I know you don't want a GM. I like a GM, because it keeps things ticking forwards. Oh, no, I was talking about having the plants be the GM. Double that, roles. That's, that's entirely fine. The plant and the GM are the same person. Mm. The plant is maybe like kind of a Gaia situation. So rather than just being a single plant which talks... It's it has it can grow different mouths. It's the soul of the garden, so it can be upset in different ways. I feel yeah. like we're building a cult here, and I'm extremely into it. Great. Oh, so are we not at the? Sorry, I keep choking today. Are we not at the gardening championships? The way you're seeing this from the offset. I think I think we are. I was, okay. I was describing the like the allotment, the like the geodesic dome is the last place where we can have the gardening gardening championships. Gardening championships. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting quite like a, a robot wars backstage before yeah. the fight vibe, yes, which that's I like. Oh, I wish there was some way I could bring Sir Kill a lot into this. <coughs> well, if you draw violent machinery, that is true. Sir Kill gonna... a lot from the past is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make notes just of these as we're coming up with them, like machinery as one of them. Yeah, we've got we've had soil. Soil, of course. We cannot forget the ambulatory soil. The violent soil. Jesus, the hungry soil. The, These are all awful. The outside soil? Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> this, the earth just parts and a man in a pencil thin moustache rears up and steals your petunias. <laughs> what? can the players do because right now it sounds like they're not going to be doing much active pruning and watering necessarily so I think it would be worth exploring who the players are and how they interact with the world uh, also we have 30 minutes left we are halfway through making this game okay. We are much further along than I'd normally expect to be by now. All right, good, great. Uh, did the players play a character or a role? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that my normal instinct here would be to make, you know, just some generic character classes with a handful of abilities each. That is definitely a direction that we could go. I made it sound like a much more negative option than it really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the alternative is starting games. off... 
Oh dear. It's okay. No, I... no, it's okay. I'm joking. Don't worry. It's fine. Go ahead. What's the I... alternative? Uh, the alternative is definitely out there. Who knows where it is? I haven't found it yet. But I'm imagining something along the lines of starting off with a blank slate. And as you complete these tasks, maybe I get to keep that violence card for later. I have an idea. I, think, I like ideas. I think, very good. I think you pick what you did before the apocalypse mm. as one of your skills. Then you pick your favourite thing, thing in gardening as another skill. Okay. Uh, then you... Because I, I, I want... Because like, it's going to be really hard because a lot of the game is going to be focused on drawing this map and maybe like role-playing these NPCs in some ways that come up. I like Depending on how... like. Depending on how the plant or GM runs it, it's like there's going to be a lot of going in and out of characters. So I want these characters to be really big, bold, brash, like Mexican wrestler grade, mm. over okay. the top things. So like, oh, so, I mean that's one option in in the in Ultimate Gardening Championships. It's like Ultimate Wrestling Championships. You've got your what is it? I never know how to pronounce it. Kefabe, kefab. Uh, gimmick is the word you're after, but that's the one. Yes, but but kefab is the acceptance of gimmicks. That's the lad. Yeah, so like, so like, you'd be like um, the prunerizer, or indeed the pump king, or like, like these really crazy, brutal, over-the-top hockey mask-looking motherfuckers, but they're doing gardening. This is Lady Nightshade, and she grows like you know tomatoes and stuff. That ties in quite nicely to this apocalyptic mm -hmm, end of the world mm -hmm. gardening is all that's left apocalypse, all right apocalypse gardener's world i like it we've we've been doing a real run of turning programs like gardener's world and time team into rpgs recently on this show did time team we did time team with oh, guy kelly oh man oh, that's that's a great combination it was really good i like I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie i've been watching a lot of it recently i've been trying to work out how to turn it into an rpg well, we didn't manage it. Okay, okay. My no, we had a lot of fun. Secret ingredient, dog cults. They keep mentioning dog cults around Series 7, and I can't get enough of it. I've, I've clearly watched the wrong seasons. <laughs> we don't have time. All right, yeah, we don't have time. We don't have time. We don't no, have time. we're good, okay. we're good. Kat, what, what would your end-of-the-world Mexican wrestler gardener name be? Um, mine would be the pileator, which is a type of plant and also sounds extremely horrible. The, the pileator? <laughs> yes. What is the plant? What is the plant? Oh, it is a very pretty plant called Pilea peperomyodes. Uh, it has long stems with these big round leaves on the ends, and oh, I would okay. use them to smack people with. You could maybe be the pilea driver. <laughs> That's much better. You just smash people down into them. <laughs> I like this idea of being themed around, each of them just being themed around one specific plant, because that mm -hmm. makes character creation yep, yep. super quick. Very easy, uh, very quick. Grant, other than the pumpkin, who would your vegetable wrestler identity be, or plants in general? My vegetable identity would be... Rose Rosencrantz. Ooh. And Rose Ooh. Rosencrantz is descended from the famous Rosencrantz who was dead. Uh, he had a kid before he left Holland, and um, uh, I I grow um, I grow roses uh, in, in in intense and beautiful patterns. Kind of a um, oh, what's his name Shinsuke Nakazumi Nakazuma. 
that rest uh, there's a there's a beautiful Japanese wrestler, but I'm imagining like that sort of anime bad guy who goes <laughs> and poses like with a rose in his mouth and one arm outstretched, that sort of thing. I I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Mm. But also, I guess like apocalypse. So I'm wearing a bad suit. Mm. It's made of skin. I was thinking probably. some kind of green cowboy called the pea shooter. Mm, there we go. There we go. Yeah, no, I like this. This is a game. We've got mm-hmm. a game. Got it. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got ourselves a game. I realised, sorry, I just said, ladies and gentlemen, a full third of the call is non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Grant. Honoured guests, we have ourselves a game. <laughs> right. I think it's worth now coming back to the numbers, because fleshing them out will flesh out the other possibilities of things that can happen. When I say we should come back to the numbers, I realise that's not a sentence. I get what you mean. Um, come up with what the cards translate to. We've got machinery, we've got soil. Before we do that, um, before we do that what's the core mechanic? Um, that isn't one yet. Okay. Uh, do you need a core mechanic? Always? I think it would be nice. No, well, hey, I do. I think it would be nice to be able to say I've done well, I've done badly here. And mm. the the suggestion I'm going to make is you draw a card, and if mm-hmm. it's if it's higher than the card which you're which you're acting on, you succeed, and you can draw more cards if it's if it's in, if it's in line with your skills. Okay, I like that. I like that. And that, let, yeah. that lets you overcome or invert the challenge or subvert the challenge in some way. And if it's lower, do you fail? Absolutely. Yes, I like having a fail mechanic. I'm the opposite. I like a lose mechanic. <laughs> Very grim. All right, the numbers. Jess, can you run us down from the top? Sorry. Can you run us down to the top for, for what we've got? Yeah, we have. Um... Now, this is what you get for being borderline literate, Jessica. Uh, I believe that says machinery <laughs> and soil. <laughs> That's what we've got. Oh, um, oh halfway there. We've also got violence, hungry, exterior, and nemeses, but they're the suits. Right, okay. So, so those are what these have to cat, fit into. Cats, can you just give me something that goes wrong at the gardening, gardening championships and then we'll break it down? Mm, raiders. Raiders, that would be exterior... And then, or violence. Yeah. Uh, but we'd need a second word to essentially proc that. So mooks. Yeah, I was going to put lads, but mooks is better. I like, is... I like lads. Lads is lads is I... British in a way that I appreciate. Yeah, it makes you think of like a weatherspoon. It's been. Mm. All right. What if hail? monstrous hail the size of your fist what would that fall under presumably under violence and then weather yeah and we could have hungry weather Ugh, hungry wind <laughs> nemesis weather nemesis weather presumably someone's built some kind of like rain cannon or something yeah well they've just they've, they've just they've opened one of the windows and they're letting in the horrible outside i have declared war on the sun nemesis yeah. weather <laughs> all right oh, um nemesis weather coming up with some great names here. Mm-hmm, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. harvest them for goblins and guesswork. Uh, um, uh... Um, I want magnets to be a problem. Mm-hmm. No, that was the wrong fucking word. I meant robots. <laughs> We've got machinery. We've got machinery. Oh, that'd be violence machinery, potentially. Well, like, like, at this point, now we can start using things to, to start world building. So if we want robots to be different from machinery, that's cool. But that means that mm. robots are a big part of this. We could have, like, 
uh, soul fountain. Or, well, actually, we should have water feature. Oh, I was thinking something along the lines of, like, an old automated pruning bot that's gone haywire. So that would be under machinery. Yeah. Chaos? Okay. Uh, sorry? Chaos? Chaos. Can you can you help us define chaos? <laughs> <laughs> By definition, it is undefinable. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what I was aiming towards. So like, we just got chaos, chaos outside. Chaos hungry. Um... Hmm, yes, perhaps a little bit too vague. <laughs> we could have... Blight. I'm going to put blight. Mm-hmm. I like blight. Yeah. Because that good. way it can be insects, it can be an illness. Could we have incompetence? Yeah, because that way... The different modifiers, the violence, hungry, exterior, nemesis, would just define who was being incompetent in what way, so yeah, they'd all yeah. work. That's the check I'm trying to do on all of these, yeah. is make sure... Uh, beasts. Um, beasts. Hungry beasts. Outside beasts. Or as I call them, birds. <laughs> Nemesis beasts. Um, I'm going to put law, as in L-A-W. Oh, okay, yeah, like like the the the, the organisation which is funding the Ultimate Guardian Championships. Yeah, I presume that there are rules on the books that most people aren't aware of, mm-hmm. so it's easy to fall foul mm-hmm. of them. I like that, yeah. How, how about we had judges mm. and corporation? Oh, okay. oh, I'm enjoying the idea that there is some kind of dystopia going on as well. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's, it's not. It's a dystopia in as much as there's, there's one um, allotment left in Kent. But like London's probably basically fine. They just can't go outdoors much. So like 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 you've got the sponsors coming through. And, Hunger Games style. And, yeah, precisely. And, and 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 like listen, the sponsors want you to plant more onions. And so you have you have <laughs> to get out there during the lightning hail storm and plant some onions. Yeah, money. That money. way you can have um you know, obligations to your sponsors, things like this. Just unfettered. Yeah, okay. Outside money. What does that do? It's 50 quid blowing in the breeze. <laughs> it's, it's like an inverse crystal dome and you can see it on the outside. <laughs> I've got to get outside! There's 50 quid out there! We have 11 things in that list so far, so we just need two more. Um, is there anything that can obviously go wrong at a gardening championship that we've missed? Fire. Fire. Okay. I think I think that um, that might be a useful like use of chaos in terms of like disaster. But then if you draw a low disaster, oh, we can put disaster at king. There is an outside disaster. We can rank these by how damaging they are because it goes from ace through to king. Maybe that should be a third modifier. Go on. So that like I don't want to point at one of these and say that it's always going to be the least problem. I'd like that to be a separate number that you Where would that calculate come? later. Where would that come from? Just draw another card and compare the number. Or don't bother. Maybe okay. it's always bad. Like, because with the current system, there's the possibility that you're just going to keep on drawing inconsequential problems. Isn't there? That, that's okay. In, like, in the, if, you, if you win that problem... Then you sort of you take those cards and then you're they add, they're added to your judging pool at the end of the game. So like maybe mm. m- maybe if 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 you if you resolve a problem, 
as and like and like the GM might be, oh, this will need three actions to resolve, or this is gonna this is gonna be difficult for for these reasons. Once that's done, you take the cards and then you count your cards at the end and compare them to like, oh, if you've got ten or more, congratulations, you got third place. Twenty or more, second place, that sort of thing. I mean, okay. everything aside from first place is being forced into the um, ash waste of Kent. Yeah, but you might get forced into the ash waste. Ash waste. I give up. <laughs> outdoors. You might get forced outdoors honourably instead of, you know, with a hatchet in the back. Honourable and dishonourable. You've forced. earned an honourable death. <laughs> Tied to one of the ancient shopping carts and pushed down a big hill towards hungry ghosts. Oh, we've made vegan Klingons. I think if we if we have this as the same, like, it's going to be the same number for the same suit, then mm. we either have to write 52 of these, or we have to come to terms with the fact that ambulatory soil is going to be, da- it's going to be da- less dangerous than, ambu- than ambulatory chaos, or ambulatory catastrophe, which is my new character name. You've convinced me. Okay. There we go. Sorry for being a bit stubborn there. That's I just okay. wanted to experience the thought process. <laughs> no, yeah, I like that. Um, I think putting them in order m- might be a job for the write-up as opposed to one mic, because we God, have God, yeah. 16 minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's take a step back, look at the, um, the flowchart of playing this game, essentially. So you draw a card and it says that you have to deal with violent beasts. How do you deal with the violent beasts? Are we going to be rolling dice? Are we going to just be... There must be a way to fail and there must be a way to win. So there has to be some element, presumably, of using your character's abilities and skills. Are we not drawing one card for the category and then another card and comparing the numbers for whether we succeed or fail? I believe that's right. I think that's what we'd... That's what I'd put forward. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so, what do you have? Am I drawing the cards to decide whether I've succeeded or failed before I try? So, what what would happen? I figure mm-hmm. uh, we we have the card on the table. We can see the problem there. Um, yeah. And, and 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 we've drawn it on the map. I think like it would be actually be, it'd be better to draw this online because you're gonna be you're gonna do a lot of erasing and sort yeah. of scrubbing things out, but. Uh, I figure there's like maybe three, four rounds where things build up and, and, and get crazy. That's on the table. I can see the number. I, I say my character is going to go and do this to this. So my my character is going to go and, and behead the ambulatory uh, banana tree bush, which is scampering around. Don't have heads. I have no idea point, where bananas come from. Point, point is, I draw my card. If it's higher or... Uh, if, if it's higher, great. My action resolves the chaos, but it resolves the problem. If it's lower, my action makes it worse. Okay, and then the problems stack, and eventually, and eventually, like like you'll get to the point where yeah. it, like like this can't be overcome. So maybe like this starts spreading to other problems, or like there's a big chaos, and then we're like, well, like, oh, I can't, I can't possibly. Um, maybe like at that point, you'd have to take out like each individual card. So like the different stages of the problem. Rather than trying to draw a card which is worth more than nineteen, which will be quite hard. That's definitely a better way of doing it. 
and yeah. and like you've got so like you've got the capacity to have like this 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 hungry soil whatever soil pff, it's a nice like we've got we've got no time to deal with that there's there's ultimate chaos on the other side that then draws uh, outside machinery and it turns out the hungry soil was falling in because there's a giant uh, digging robot coming in from underneath. Mm, so you can put problems off, but then they continue to grow. Absolutely, yeah. So, yes. So like, so like, there's like you're going just to have... like real life. Just like real life, yeah. We're <laughs> teaching people. That's nice because being able to just this is going to sound like a damning ind- uh, indication of my character, but being able to label a problem on the map will make it a lot easier as players to just ignore the problem for now and deal with the bigger one. Absolutely. So I like having it be able to ramp up like that. Yeah. Okay. Um... Do we have an audience? Can can you can, in a sort of Hunger Games way or in like a in, in like a wrestling way? Can we communicate to the audience? Like like try and beseech the audience? Are we performing to to please someone? I quite liked back at the start, Grant. You mentioned judge points, and I extremely like that mm. as some kind of pleasing mechanic I'd like to be able to spend those judge points essentially by sacrificing one of the cards you've already won to make it easier to deal with a problem making you less likely to win overall but making it easier to deal with the problem in front of you and because the cards are already split into violence, hungry, exterior and nemeses that adds some flavour to these actions if you do have to spend one of them you just deal with the problem in a violent way and it's done no questions asked like so that. we could spend our violent disaster fire card to take care of the rampaging banana plant and you, you add it to, to, to whatever card you draw and you, can, you, can do Essentially... it. you can do it afterwards after you draw to sort of re-roll as it were mm-hmm. yeah okay and that takes out the possibility of oh it's just chaos again yeah yeah Okay. Um, I think like we could do something interesting. With actually, how long have we got left? Uh, we have just over twelve minutes. We could do something interesting with the with the suits in terms of the resolution. Because at present, which I'm, aspect of the resolution? Uh, the, uh, so the resolution in terms of I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get a number higher than the one on the card. Mm. How does how does comparing suits play? Can I match color? Can I match type? Is there something beneficial that if I if I'm lucky enough to have a to have a diamond higher than this diamond, do I play it on that and then take that? Is that how I claim the cards? Is it possible that like if I play uh, a black card on a red card, it goes slightly wrong? Can we use that to sort of add some uh, what's the word texturing to this mechanic? I like the that... idea that the matching a suit enables you to just automatically have that problem in your back pocket and mm. like resolve it. Because yeah, there's like a one in four chance of that. That seems that seems rare enough to be fun. Yeah, because you're not going to be playing like dozens of rounds of this. Each one's gonna you know take t- take a bit of time to go yeah. through. This would be a one shot game. You're gonna deal with maybe eight. I was thinking problems at a push. Yeah, I was thinking maybe three rounds. So that would be twelve problems for four players. Yeah, that's quite that's okay. Quite much, isn't it? Well, uh, this is the kind of aspect where I just like to kind of trust the player a bit. Yeah, fair. The hypothetical player. Yeah. Is anyone going to play this? Let us know if you do. <laughs> if you if you match suit, and it exceeds the uh, the value of the card, that's critical success. 
you get the thing. That's yours to keep. You put that on your you put that on your drawing of a pumpkin, as it were. You put that on you put that on your character sheet. That then becomes something which you can use to try and solve later problems. Uh, and and also at that point you can like oh I've got I've got a suit which matches this so I can then spend this to get a different card back or whatever absolutely fine that's great. Um, otherwise, when you successfully solve a problem, you keep those cards and then they form the currency for seeing whether whether or not you win. Those are judge points. Uh, you can cash those in for favors perhaps in some way, but I'm I'm not sure we have time to write the sub the subsystem. No, um, in that case, with nine minutes on the clock, do we want to just take one big zoomed out look at this and see if there's anything we've missed? Because quite often I find with these games, we tend to realise in the last five minutes we've forgotten a big bit of the game. (laughs) So what we have, we have a core resolution mechanic. You are drawing cards to bring up an event and you are drawing more cards to either fail, succeed or critically succeed. If you critically succeed... You gain that event, essentially, as a one-shot spell that you have to somehow justify making happen in-universe. Maybe you've just hoovered up the poison soil and got it in a little bag. If you succeed, then you just keep them as judges' points, and if you fail, then another problem enters in the essentially the same location, and it keeps getting worse. There isn't currently any penalty for having problems stay on the board other and mount up other than not getting the points, but I think that's fine as long as we make the required points to win sufficiently high, which is future Jess's problem to work out the maths on. Very good. I think, uh, we I think don't... I... I'll go. Oh, no, I was going to say we don't have any dice in it, but I'm not going to complain about that. No, it's fine. We don't currently have character arcs. Now... Do you need character arcs in a one-page game about ultimate gardening? Yes, and I know how. You pick, um, you pick at the start of the game your suit, and this suit is governing your the tragedy which has pushed you to uh, to, to, mm. to, to to garden here. So it's either going to be there's there's a there's a nemesis on the on the opposing team that you're interested in in, in battling. There's the outside. There's something that you're running from. There's uh, hungry, which I guess maybe that your dad was eaten by a plant and there's the fourth what was the fourth one? Um, was that exterior or nemesis that hasn't been said? I've said exterior and nemesis Violence? Oh, violence Violence, yes, okay, uh, yeah, violence maybe, maybe someone killed your dad or maybe your maybe your, your family or your, your, your dealing with your I don't know about violence, we can maybe gloss over that but vi- yeah, violence um... is a troubled past there we go Alternatively, no, because we can't have soil be the reason for your troubled past. That wouldn't work. Here's the, well, what, that's yeah. Here's the deal, right? You have uh, you every time you play a card which matches that suit, you can add it to your backstory. You yes, can, I don't think we can get this to work in five minutes. I've got it. Just I've got it already. Go on, go on. <laughs> you've got, okay, you've got to hit twenty-one. You play blackjack with the seats from that card on your character sheet. At the end of the game, all of your things are resolved against a single hand of blackjack or pontoon against the GM. You have a dramatic revelation scene as to whether you can come to terms with your past or eliminate the rad beef that's been hunting you down, or maybe just grow a really big pumpkin. What's even better is that you can go through all this, you can resolve all of this past trauma and come out of it, you know, a stronger person and then immediately get eaten by a plant because you're lost. <laughs> and immediately, like an 
airlock opens and you fly out sideways out of shot into the wastes where you're eaten by a radioactive Ian McShane. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Grant. I am going to have to listen back to the explanation of backstory Blackjack because a lot of it glossed over my brain, which is currently off. But again, that's future Jess's problem. Blackjack. No, Backjack. I'm sure story? there's something in there that works. Uh, neither of those are great, but yes, okay. I think I think like, and we've got like four minutes left, right? Um, five. Hmm. As it goes on the dot. Wow, I think I think we're done. I think I think we've done really well. Um, I'm just running through it in my head. Have we missed anything? Obviously, importantly, there is the naming your castle, your castle, naming your character after in the style of uh, luchador wrestling. Maybe, after you complete your character arc, you shed your old persona and take on the persona of a new vegetable. <laughs> no, you're killed! <laughs> after, like, and then like, you're killed! <laughs> if, you, if you complete your character arc, that's good for you. Like, like, okay. like your character's overcome the thing, and that's a little story you've got which lets you track that drama. Uh, you can, if you want, now take on all the characteristics of, like, a marrow. But I don't think we've really got room for the for like for the sort of genesis and rebirth before you are, and I can't underline this enough. No. Punch it out of an airlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had about six more pages for this. I, re- I really like like that sort of like they're having a really ignoble death at the end, and like and like the better you do, the better death you earn, and then you get to sort of describe it. Okay, that's deeply unpleasant, but in a way that very much suits the vibes here. Yeah, and like, and if if you if you get thirty or more, or no, if you get like twenty or more, however many cards you need, if you get that number or more, congratulations, you're not fed to anything, you're not you're not pushed out into the ash wastes, you are crowned king of the garden, you get a cool epilogue. Otherwise, you get a variety of fun post-apocalyptic deaths. That way, losing is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, you might have, you might have okay. completed your arc, you know. I'd still call it losing if you're getting pushed out of an airlock. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, and our game title, are we sticking with Ultimate Gardening Championships? I think, I think that ship might have sailed. I think that's... It, it's definitely Ultimate. There's definitely Gardening. And it is, in some definition, a championship. So... I don't think we need to make any changes there. Just sometimes we reach the end and we realise we've made an entirely different game to the one we set out for. Can we swap championships for Thunderdome? I'm trying to think. I like the onomatopoeia of Gladiator and Gardening. Is there something there? Gladiator, Gardening, Thunderdome? (laughs) Guardian. (laughs) Guardian. Gladiator, Gladiator. Okay, well, our game this week is Ultimate Gardening Championships. Mm-hmm. I think let's stick with that one. That is technically still a minute on the clock. Oh, if anyone has goodness. anything else they want to really just throw in there at the last minute. Special moves. You get one. Sprite your own. Uh, Tell yes. Us what it is. Pick out. Has to be has to be based on a plant. Mm-hmm. Your 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 own plant. Your persona. Yeah. Yes, um, I do not want to think about the Pumpkin's special move, but that's been haunting me for this entire hour. We all know what it is. We all know what it is, but none of us are going to admit it. All right, and there 
we go. That has been an hour. Grant, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, um, thank you for doing most of the work there. So a, a little bit of a busman's holiday, but it was it was nice to it was nice to come on and, and sort of like be given free reign to come up with whatever I want. Normally, I have Chris like slapping the terrible ideas out of my mouth, so it was, it's quite nice. <laughs> yeah. to get free reign. I'll be honest. Normally, I'm a bit more active in the game design side of these episodes, but it is really impressive to just watch you work. <laughs> It's weird. It's the thing I'm good at, and I guess Guy Kelly's never designed a game, so he was like making jokes about McAstley and stuff. Oh, you are the first like game designer we've had on. Everyone else has been <laughs> in the in the sphere. Yeah, and Jason. I saw, I saw you had James Ross on as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, experience levels have varied throughout yeah, yeah. the history of our yeah. guests. So my, I suppose my apologies for not being a comedian. Uh, but my <laughs> non-apologies for actually fulfilling the promise of the episode. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, I am I'm sincerely impressed by the fact that every single one of our guests so far, we've come out of it with a game which has been able to be put into the world and technically playable. That, that's the best kind of playable. Uh, Grant, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, when's this coming out? This will be the last Sunday of March. Great. Uh, in which case, I probably have a Kickstarter running, I believe, uh, for uh, for Sin, which is our third source book for the books. Sorry, it's our second source book for for the, for the game Spire. Uh, after Strata, we figured they all had to be short words to begin with. S. You, uh, it, it's uh, so Spire is a game about overthrowing a, an unjust government through blood and terror and uh, fire and shadows. You play uh, dark elf ministers, so you're sort of a paramilitary terrorists broadly like religious zealots it's really fun uh and sin focuses on the weird religions in the, in the mile high city of spire the uh the crime so like the uh the, the the various nightly orders who operate um out of pubs and are gangsters and the order mechanics so all the all the uh in uh, what's the word the corrupt city guard and all that sort of thing we've got new classes in there called as one called gutter cleric which is pretty cool um, yeah, they uh, they uh, they cast spells from um, forbidden, dead, or merely unpopular gods, and uh, and you can and, the, and those adventures. So you can go and check out Spire. If, if, go check out Sin if you'd like. That's on Kickstarter now. You search for um, Sin RPG or Sin Spire. Uh, but otherwise, if you go to rrdgames.com, you can find all of the games I've written. Well, not all of them. There's some really bad ones I wrote when I was 15, which thankfully aren't for sale. <laughs> but all of the games I've written over the last seven years. Uh, we're up to about fifty now. More, no, sorry, it's more Damn. than 50, it's more than fifty now because like, most of them are one-page games. So um, most of them are free. Or pay what you want. Take a look, download some stuff, play a game. I, I'm sure you'll have a fun time. I would also recommend checking out the Hearty Dice Friends podcasts. If oh, thanks. Yeah, if you would like to hear more of Grant, essentially doing this with um, creative partner. No, there's a better way to phrase that doesn't make it sound like you're in a relationship. Oh, I mean, you said How would you creative. refer to Chris? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I say like co-author, but creative partner's fine. But yeah, we, uh, you can check we out are Party in Dice a relationship Friends. of a kind. Like, like we've we've hitched our wagons to one another. That is fair. Uh, yeah, with Grant's co-author Chris making essentially something like this every single week. Which is ridiculously impressive. Well, the ability to just keep on coming up with ideas. Well worth your time. I have actually learned things about game design from there. Wow. I'm glad we could help. 
All right. Uh, Kat, do you have anything you want to plug to our captive audience? Um, follow me on Twitter. Pay attention to me. Uh, C-A-T underscore E-L-M. All right. Uh, I have lots of things that I really can't be bothered to plug, but are probably in the episode description. Um, oh, come on. I've got a Kickstarter coming out give soon. Plug. Yeah. Yeah, it's just get rid of the... um, oh, Just tell me all about your Kickstarter. I don't know if this has been announced by the time this episode comes out. This is Future Jess. This Kickstarter hasn't been fully announced yet, so consider this a teaser. Uh, me filling the time where I gave away loads of juicy details that will be coming out in the next couple of days. And, ah, the segment's over. Back to the show. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Grant, for joining us. Thank you, Kat, for also joining us. This was your first of your game-building episodes, hopefully the first of many. And there'll probably be some content next week. Who knows? Yay! Bye. Bye. Bye.